Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I am Ines Franklin, your host for today. Today's reading is from Proverbs 14, verse 13. It says, Even in laughter a heart may be sad, and joy may end in grief. For three days now, we've been talking about the Hebrew biblical language of the heart. The word for heart in Hebrew is lev, and it means, yes, our physical organ, but also our complete inner being, our spirituality, our emotions, our thoughts, our spirit itself, all that we are. And as we've been considering this Hebrew concept of the heart, of our inner being, of our whole being, we've been talking about what weighs it down and what cheers it up, what makes it sick and what heals, what brings it bitterness, what gives it joy. Today, we go with this question, how does it hold grief and rejoicing in constant tension? Yesterday, we talked about the fact that in our inner being, even if we're not conscious of it, we are holding both joy and sorrows at the same time. Now, the best way I can describe this reality is Christmas. During Christmas, we at Mariner's Church offer a service called the Blue Christmas. Now, on surface, it may seem really strange to hold a service for those who are suffering in the middle of the happiest time of the year. But, you know, life doesn't take a month off during the Christmas season. People experience loss, tragedy, pain, and deep sorrows during this time, and often they don't feel seen or understood or comforted. Everyone is celebrating around them while they are deeply suffering. And so when we gather people together for our Blue Christmas service, we're honestly trying to hold this truth that in our hearts we can have both joy and grief at the same time. That in the middle of joy, we can experience grief, and in the middle of grief, we can experience joy. We can hold them. Now, darkness at times can come and completely envelop us. And when that happens, God wants to come close to us. And we want God to come close, come down to save us from our problems, from our trauma, to take away our pain, to eliminate our anxiety, to heal our bodies and fix our relationships, to eliminate our depression and and to make all things right. Maybe at least to make them right before all of this pain came to us. And we want it to happen fast, don't we? When we're grieving, we either want to go back to the way things were, or we want to jump forward to the future. We just don't want to be in the present. We want to get rid of the feelings of today. Because quite often when we are in grief, we are experiencing so many emotions that can be deeply overwhelming. But in that very place is where we need the peace of God. The peace, the shalom that says nothing's missing, nothing's broken because God is with us. The Kellers remind us today that some wounds never really heal. And that's true. Deep in our hearts, we have wounds that don't go away. So even if we're not experiencing a a moment of deep sorrow or a particular event, there might be some past histories that are still holding in our hearts pain and sorrow. So while we might go about our business during the day and we look like we're fine, and when people ask us, how you doing? We go, all good. Deep in our hearts behind that curtain is a sorrow that's been there for long ago. 
Many years ago, a neighbor of mine lost his son to a tragic accident during a Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Justin drowned uh, in the lake, and no one saw it happen. And the incredible sadness about this, not that, I mean, that's sad enough, but really just before that accident, Justin had finally received his cancer-free diagnosis from leukemia. He fought for his life against leukemia, and then he went on a trip to celebrate, and there he drowned. Absolutely tragic. When my friend came back from traveling there and bringing the body back, he literally collapsed in front of me and my, and my husband. He asked the question, and, and I really couldn't answer it. It was one of those moments where you know the question is both rhetorical and a deep cry from his heart. He said, will I ever heal from this? How will I now live? He, he expressed that the world seemed to him like frozen, standing still. At least it was for him. And yet people around him were still going about their business. And he couldn't understand it. He said, how could people go on with their days while he and his family were in so much pain? My friend experienced a deep darkness that few of us can understand. And it took many years. And in fact, maybe even today, he still carries some level of that pain. If you've had a deep loss, you know what I'm talking about. You can experience joy and grief at the same time. The Bible is full of story of people who experienced the dark. These are people like you and I who struggled with some of the very same experiences that we have. And they had times in their lives where they felt crushed by their circumstances. Seasons when they maybe didn't even hear the voice of God, but still they chose to cling for life, to cling to the promise of hope that came from God. In Romans 15, 4, it says, For whatever was written in the past was written for our instruction, so that we may have hope through the endurance and through the encouragement from the Scripture. As we look at the stories in the Bible, the story of Job, the story of David, and how they overcame their sorrows and their pain, we are encouraged, we are strengthened, we are given endurance. As we read the Bible and we see the stories of who God is and His faithfulness and His power, His might, His love— we are given endurance. We are given encouragement. Hope is a state of anticipation that something, that thing which we're hopeful for, will come one day. In Hebrew, there are two words to express this hope. One word is yakal, which means to wait, and the other one is kava, and it means the tension in waiting. Waiting with anticipation. And this kava is a verb that has to do with this waiting for something, like, like when a cord is pulled very, very tightly, and you know any moment now it's going to snap and the tension release. And so when we, when we think of the Hebrew concept of hope, it's not just some pie-in-the-sky dream of what may be. It's really a deep anticipation that something better, something good is coming. And so as we think of that, that kind of hope and the reality that Scripture reminds us that God is always with us, working on our behalf, wasting nothing that we experience, whether good or bad, we can have endurance and strength to hold both grief and hope at the same time. That we can wait on the Lord, as Lamentations 3.26 says, because it is good. Lamentations 3.26 says, it is good to wait quietly for the salvation from the Lord because He is faithful. Grief and hope can coexist. And my prayer for us today is that we would be honest about that, be willing to 
talk about it with those who we love and care for us, that, that we be okay with withholding the tension of the two and essentially really be more real with ourselves and with everyone else about us. And this is the beauty, really, of the Christian hope. It doesn't arise just out of our desires or some fake happiness. It's really a hope that's so deep that can ask, be big enough and strong enough and powerful enough to hold on to all of our grief. And so I want to finish this with reading Psalm 13, because this is a beautiful picture of how David models for us the way to hold grief and hope concurrently. This is what he says. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long will I store up anxious concerns within me, agony in my mind every day? How long will my enemy dominate me? Consider me and answer, Lord my God. Restore brightness to my eyes, otherwise I will sleep in death. My enemy will say I have triumphed over him, and my foes will rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your faithful love. My heart will rejoice in your deliverance, and I will sing to the Lord because he has treated me generously. Maybe today you want to, after listening to this podcast, go and listen to some worship music and worship God for his faithfulness. We have God and we have each other, and together we can hold grief and hope in tension and walk along that thin line for one more minute one more hour, one more day. Father, we thank you for your goodness, for your faithfulness, and for your love. We need you today, and I pray that you would comfort our hearts in the way that only you can. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.